Episode five is uh, our tribute to uh, both the Bad News Bears and Temple of Doom. We actually should mention these never appeared anywhere. And the last Starfighter. And the last Starfighter. These never appeared on any of the actual episodes, but all of our scripts had really good titles. Mm-hmm. It was always like episode one, and and then it or. Dante and Randall learn a very good lesson. Yeah, it was like episode one, Leonardo, Leonardo returns, and Dante learns a very important lesson. And then each one, each title got longer and longer and longer. This one was, a lo- this one I think involved those titles, <laughs> loving tribute too. And this episode, if I may say, Brian, is your tour de force. Oh, why, why, thank yeah, this was definitely this is, a Dante episode. This is a huge Dante episode. And the funniest thing was, some of the network people, this was their favorite of the ones that they hated. All of them. This is the one. That, this is the <laughs> this one, the one they hated the, they hated the least. Exactly, um, because inadvertently they felt we had done a very positive Dante story of sort of personal growth and learning to yeah, coach the little. Yeah, they did. They liked the it because there was a because there was a moral lesson because Dante grew. Oh, back there in uh, the gym, there were actually all those pictures on the wall were caricatures of the uh, animation crew. Oh, that's cool. I never knew that. And the space shuttle joke was much discussed. And we should point out, too, that um, Quick Stop that was uh, something that the network didn't care whether it was called Quick Stop or not. Like at one point, uh, they said, we can't, we can't use Quick Stop. And I said, but that's what's called in the movie. And we said, uh, but, 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 you know, they said, we don't care. It's going to cost money, so we don't, we don't want to spend that money. And so I, we shelled out from View Skew. We had to write a check to the people that own Quick Stop back in Jersey so we can keep it as Quick Stop and as Leonardo and all that stuff. That, by the way, is a really cool animation shot. Mm-hmm. Which uh, again was Chris and the boys. You here, Dirty Debbie Peters. And here, are, these are the lesbians. <laughs> That's Kevin Richardson. Voices. Since when? Originally, uh, our lesbians had hair on the shoulders and five o'clock shadow, but we were asked to make them more uh, attractive. I believe the official network note was less dikey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we sure accomplished that, didn't we? <laughs> less diesel. Hey, John Sharp, team captain and MVP. This guy was really funny, and I, his name escapes me now. It does escape me, but I, th- that was another joke too. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. Later on, that whole let's take him outside, beat him up for being Which different. Also from gets us. longer, and gets longer. longer and longer. Completely lesbo. I've seen that guy too. He's been in a lot of things on TV. Yeah, Jim something. He's a stand-up, yeah. really funny. And this is Elon Gold, who used to be on the Dana Carvey show, and. Um, a very, very funny impressionist and did a bunch of voices for us. Now, originally, this character who was giving out the awards um, had a little bit in the in the show where she was referred to as Ugly Janet. Leonardo, Leonardo comes in and sees his old classmates, and he says, like, Hi, hey, friends. Yeah, and they're like, you don't remember our names, do you? And he's like, of course I do. One eye, tall, tall guy, guy ugly Janet. What was it? Ugly, ugly Janet. Janet. And he, she goes, no, it's Ugly Jennifer yeah. or something. If you notice, there's a little bit of hair on her face, and we were asked, uh, when the show came back from overseas, we were told that um, we had to use our retake money and take that hair off because of the the um, uh, because of, because of the request that we make the lesbians more attractive so uh, I told her my producer to tell the network that Jan- Janet wasn't the lesbian she was heterosexual and uh, and do we really have to do it he brightened up and ran back to his office and promptly made that call and they said fine we're never gonna air these anyway yeah <laughs> no first they say they said how do we know she's not a lesbian that's our wild, wild west moment, by the way. 
of the spider body. All right, John, I found a yearbook. Look, there I am in the team picture. I don't see any manager. By the way, the bad publicity line was... Uh, I was just going to bring that up, oh, man. Okay. That was a great joke. Hilarious and that was, joke. What's her name? Jen, Jen Olin. Yeah, Jen Olin. Who was a writer's assistant at Seinfeld and helped us out. <laughs> oh, God, that was a great joke. <laughs> now, I'm sorry, we just have to go back to that real quick, which if, if you freeze frame on the picture of the uh, Saigon police officer, you'll see that under it it says uh, best hall monitor. Randall Graves' best hall monitor or something. And the reason was is that is a copyrighted photo, but we could use it if it was parody. So by putting in the yearbook description, it was a yearbook parody, and we could legally use it. This was most of what we learned from working on the show. It's not parody enough just putting Randall in the photo? Right, exactly. That's not parody, but by saying best hall monitor, we were able to use it. And there were a lot of weird things like that. I have a huge crush on you. And um, let's give a quick shout-out to some folks who worked on the show we didn't mention thus far. Angela? Yes, Angela. Oh, Angela Macias. Angela Macias, who really, who, who was the last employee on Clerks. Like, everyone else had, was gone, and she was still working on the show. Like even she when the actually show is still finished. is working on it. <laughs> no one has the heart to break it to her. So please don't tell her. She was in there, her. in there like a champ, and uh, we appreciate that. So big ups to Angela and also John Bush, who was what was John's official title? John was uh, the line producer. John was the line producer, yeah. who who was uh, a heads up guy. I don't think anyone's gonna debate me on that. Subject. At least not publicly. <laughs> John was a great guy and kept shit way, way together when we were putting everything. Uh, putting everything together. And then, Chris, you worked very closely with John. Yeah, John, uh, yeah, I'd just, I'd just give John uh, my request, and then he'd armor up and go in and do battle with the network people. Yeah, he had a tough gig, man, because he had to go, be he was the go-between between us and the network most times. Yeah. And so, the, the, you know, the kill the messenger, that's Paul Dini again. No, that one isn't that's Paul, Paul Dini. See, that's no, what I thought Paul not. was, but I don't think that's so. That's uh, uh, Banya from Seinfeld. Uh, why can't I think of his name now, of course? Uh, why, you re-recorded? No, Paul when Dini? he came in, we did that one. Paul was a different one. Uh, are you sure? I'm pretty yeah. sure this time he goes, hey, hot stuff, let's get out of here. Because he still no. does it to this day. What? Really? I'm pretty oh. sure. Well, like too late now. That's some guy who did that voice. And the girl was uh, Michelle Micah, who uh, has done episodes of Friends and was Ricky Schroeder's girlfriend on the first season of NYPD Blue. She's a very good actress. Good morning. The other thing that was neat in this episode, we already talked about this was a big Dante tour de force, but we sort of also have this sort of strong Randall B story. And when we sort of did this episode, it sort of seemed like we were on to what the shape of these shows would be like a little more, which is to say one of the main character, one or two of the main characters are sort of up front, uh, as we'll see like Jay and Bob get involved in Dante's story, and then the other character doing something else, and then they sort of collide. Like there were future storylines where one was Randall um, tries to exploit Jay. Like, you know, after listening to Jay outside the quick stop all this time, Randall decides that he's going to turn uh, like snoogans or snoochie boochies into a catchphrase and turns him into a, a recording artist. We talked about doing that. And we'd also talked about doing. Um, we had a bunch. Yeah. Um, there was the Kit episode. No. The Kit episode. Kit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this was Where Dante buys Kit. <laughs> no, it was Randall. Rand Randall, buys, Randall Kit. buys Kit. He finds him at like a used car lot and buys him. 
and the car kit is jealous of Randall's relationship with Dante and then tries to kill Dante and then impersonates him at the store wearing like like in single white female and no one notices that it's a car god that was going to be good and then we were going to do the boy band episode where Jay goes off to join a boy band and um, Randall and Dante feel bad for Silent Bob so they bring him in as an employee of a quick stop and he really starts turning shit around yeah the store just takes Takes off. And they give him a piece of gum, and he's like, mmm, juicy fruit, you know? And they're like, you could talk? And there's a little bit of uh, one flew over the cuckoo's nest going on there. Lots of good ideas, none of them you'll ever see. There's a list somewhere. Check it out. I'm going to break my old record. Rob Zimmerman is the name of... Isn't that the name of... Um, it must be one of Brian's... For Brian. No, no, Rob oh. Zimmerman is what's his, uh, is Bob Dylan's real name. Oh, is that why? I this believe. episode, by the way, um, was uh, conceived by and written by Brian Kelly, who uh, was a news radio writer, and he did a really good job. And we all got jokes in it, but yeah. it's pr- primarily his episode. It was his idea, and we helped. And it was called together from a do. lot of ideas. Like, he'd come up with a bunch of show ideas, and one was a Bad News Bear show, and one, and one was, was, a was a Last Starfighter show. And we figured out this crazy way of gluing them together and he I'm not sure ever really believed it would work until he saw it air on TV which of course it never did so he actually doesn't believe it ever worked. Off the top of my head I'd say these men are in the employ of some super secret federal agency which created I always like that feedback joke for the ultimate I like this delivery right here yeah I, the animation is too good it's just the dragging Yep. and that's that guy again from um, Malcolm in the Middle yep Brian Cranston this is a great read Bye forever. <laughs> Bye forever. <laughs> this was a great episode to do. I think I was gone before lunch. <laughs> you were in and out, but what was there was very choice. <laughs> the kid in the helmet, finally. I'm trying to make these kids somewhat retarded. That kid in the helmet, I thought, was that, that gave uh, Baldwin his best delivery. We missed it. It's way back yeah, it was in the like, early. Yes, but look at him. Yeah, where he goes, oh my, Dante goes, oh my God, the kid in the helmet. And Baldwin goes, yes, look at him. <laughs> <laughs> and Alec was just great because he he really didn't and know what And he found that character yeah. in about five minutes. Like we went, we were outside a recording studio in Toronto. And he was like, how do you want him to sound? We're like, kind of faux European. And five minutes later, he had the, the read and, and there it was. Leonardo, Leonardo. Welcome. Um, another amazing casting uh, shout out, I guess. Um, uh, Professor Rom, Michael McKeon of uh, Spinal Tap fame, and I guess uh, those of you who don't know, yeah. Lenny and Squiggy as well. He's yep. Lenny. But uh, Spinal Tap, most cats definitely know him for. He's and in Best of Show right now as well. That's right. And he uh, he came in. He was in that great episode of The X Files last year, too, or two years back. Where they switched brains. Where him and, and Duchovny Mulder, switched yeah. bodies. And he came in, and just another one of these guys that, like, a lot of the stuff, uh, the, uh, what was the, uh, what's the little phrase he says? Oh, he goes, you see? You see? Yeah. Yeah, he just added that. You see? And that Asian woman again was April. Yeah, but he was just amazing. He just found this voice and just did it. And it was and the funniest thing was is he's one of these guys where he's too good because he was like saying to us like I can do this kind of an Indian voice or this kind of an Indian voice and we're just sitting there going. He was yeah, like, Do you want Indian. Pakistani or would you like Hindu? And we were like, uh, I don't know. I'm about that one woman. I don't know who she was who came in and she said, Do you want a nine-year-old child or a or ten-year-old eight, yeah, child? Or differences and too. we made her do it and there were actual differences yeah. they were both frightening and yet sexy <laughs> that was Dave Mandel sicko <laughs> <laughs> said the man who got a hundred million points go on give it a try 
great read. Don't yeah. you have any machines that can do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's so sincere. And this whole just this Temple of Doom dungeon place just looked incredible. Just some of the best work. The real pro the real sad thing was as we got to the fifth and the sixth episode. Everything was moving like clockwork. Just, just you know, the records were easier. The designs were looking fantastic, and then we shut down and never worked on it again. Yeah, we, we, we started. We started with, um, you know, the comic book as a point of departure. But by this point, we've really found our own style. I think. And Jay's best line reading in all the shows is coming up right here. Jay is the Kelly Lee of this episode. You feel that in your face, son, Bob? Nooch. <laughs> in the fourth grade, that's Phil Lamar again. He got left back. This was our loophole. Jay's only in the fourth grade, <laughs> so he could play little league. All we have to do is convince him to play. Jay, how would you like to play on my loop? <laughs> <laughs> Walk. What? <laughs> there was another sequence that we cut oh, where yeah. he was going through math equations. Yeah, Dante was like doing math equations. They're like working at a blackboard right. and working with dioramas of how we're going to get Jay. And then it's just, hey, want to want to want to play? This is definitely a Dante episode, but all the Randall stuff is gold. Yeah. Whose idea was it to have the Indians talk like Charlie Chan? <laughs> I think it just that was Elon Gold again. It just I think came out of the voiceover sessions where they just all were just yelling. This guy's an idiot. This is one of my favorite visual bits in the show. It's, it's also, these guys rounding the bases together. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and the the team names was a huge thing. The dialogue. Oh we, God, yes. We couldn't use uh, like Yankees and stuff, and then it was like just trying to get the names in, and you can barely see them, but it's like Diabetic Bears and the Jewish Traveling All-Stars, and I think there's like, an, and then... The Dyslexic Mariners yeah, and stuff we, like that. There's stuff like, that, first the network's we like, wanted, you can't like, do that because you're making fun of the disabled. Right. And we're like, no, no, the idea is that these teams are like the so-called disabled are so able that right. they're beating Dante's that team. That one was the handicapable Lady Lions, and in this case, <laughs> as funny as it would have been to say a word like retarded by using sort of like politically correct speech, it actually became funny Funnier, handy, capable lady lions. <laughs> I like this. I like where Randall sells out <laughs> right here, where he's like, that guy's moving rock slow. Break again? No break. Anything but break. Most honorable guard, that's leaving. <laughs> <laughs> Just selling out on someone else. <laughs> Randall's character in the show, like some people on the net, like took um, uh, took umbrage toward the fact that um, he. He always seemed like he, he played this. The character on the cartoon is a guy who's always trying to punch holes in Dante's boat and always trying to hurt Dante <laughs> in these weird small ways. But uh, I thought that was a really great development for the cartoon. It works so well. Like Randall in the cartoon, I feel is so different from Randall in the movie while still being the same. But the differences are just they're just golden. I like in the virus one where he comes in and he says, "Am I too late for the pyre? Have you already burned Dante?" <laughs> I said this mischief air about him where he wanted to see Dante harmed. That's also a great line read, by the way, when you're like, "Oh, Dante, you're alive! Thank goodness." By the way, in that sequence of him trying to escape, there was a much longer version that we storyboarded where Donkey at, Kong, where yeah, as he's running up the the ladder. He's like jumping over barrels, and it was Donkey Kong. The um, that's the second appearance of a shark in the show. <laughs> First appearance is classic. 
But actually, it's the first appearance because the second appearance came later. I believe we added that shark that eats Sam Jackson right. the other episode later, later on. Then throw it out! That's, That's a, a great, great reading. reading. <laughs> then, we then, throw then, then throw it out! Ow! Dante's gonna come. Ow! <laughs> He's gonna come. Ow! We're still in retrospect, we should have aired this one first. Probably. Yeah. It's such a funny episode. There are times like that where the animation sort of looks a little silly, like how stiff it is, and it almost makes it that much better to me. <laughs> and Tom's River is a real New Jersey town that ho homes is the home of the real New Jersey, uh, or the real world Little League champs. But we can't use Little League. We couldn't call it Little League because it's copyright, so they were like Junior Little League or something, we're calling them in the show. It was a you could say Little League, but not write it or something. And, th and that was the line I bust my ass to get yeah. into New York for. <laughs> which I, I thank you so much. And this is Michael McKean doing his Vincent, Vincent Price. Price impression, <laughs> which is so great when, when he were, drops his voice. The children. The we'll find the children and we'll bring them back. This is where the episode takes the most bizarre turn of any of the episodes. There's a really neat thing, though, in this episode, which is in this act, because now we were gonna, sudden, Did we do the Flower Pot gag? Yes, we yes, did. We did. <laughs> Thank God. This got we couldn't believe we forgot about that. <laughs> Plus the salamander, a little bit like outside of Jabba's mm. palace. This entrance is for delivery. This is the same guy that played the baseball guy. Wasn't yes, it? that's right. A special delivery. <laughs> that is great. That's a great read. But in the in the back end of this episode, now it's like they're the they're the little league team, and now all of a sudden you see how these two stories are about to join as they find that Randall's there. And what's really neat is Dante really does become this action hero. Like, let's go, let's do that. And Randall throughout like, the rest of the I like Jay's get him, <laughs> then he does it again. Yeah, here it goes. Yeah, that's right. You got my message. I, oh, I think it comes in a second. What happened? I thought you well, anyway, Randall, in the rest of this episode, throughout it, just sort of, as all this action stuff here is, is going here on. Is. Oh. You want to take my place, burn boy? Get him! There's no time. <laughs> but Randall, for the rest of the episode, as all this action stuff is going on, is just constantly now reading magazines and sort of just commenting, which was just really fun for his character, like, just complaining about, like, that the kid slaves aren't breaking as big a rocks as he <laughs> right. did and just weird things like that but it was really funny it was just a really good use of him i don't know mckean's delivery on this line too is really genuine just so good where he's like thanks a bunch get them hard out. <laughs> hey, that just ruins everything thanks a bunch get them <laughs> <laughs> I also, when that came out, not it wasn't really in the script, but in the in the records, well, how he kept referring to his coach Dante, Dante. <laughs> and we of course just kept adding it. <laughs> See, that's a what a ripoff. Here just, it comes yeah. because what are you gonna do? What do, you know what to do, kids? Uh, what do we do, Coach Dante? <laughs> and the music is just great, and then he's just <laughs> showering Asians. <laughs> Kid in the helmet. Now we're just getting lost in the show again. Yeah. Now let's get out of here. You know, it wasn't the best show ever made, but this was such a fucking funny series. God, I wish it had been it kept going. That was a neat shot, the way it panned over. We're leaving. That'll do, Randall. Come on. <laughs> That's me. Randall. Now go. Spread your message of male worthlessness and I'm pretty sure that with other guy was Paul Dini. I, 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 I think it wasn't, but you we and have me are going to come to blows over this. <laughs> this has been brewing for two years. This, this was, was a last also minute a last-minute edition. Last edition yeah. 
I don't remember how it. Well, blew just because up at we the had end. them blowing up and we never right. explained we why. We just said like, let's go, and then it blew up. And this is our pure, pure Temple of Doom, Temple of Doom shot, which just really was wonderful. This is coming to my favorite scene of the actual baseball game, what with the, the wind blowing <laughs> them over and them cooking food. <laughs> And then Do you have any cans of whipped cream? <laughs> for the months of malnutrition and crippling abuse our children have suffered. Oh, Mayor, you forgot. Which something. I think was a little more like it, it, we tried it, to say like flat out reference yeah, whippet hits, whippets, and the network wouldn't let us that. do it. But whipped cream, you could say because they don't realize it's the same or something. Just <laughs> 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 ever running the bases guy. Just whenever possible, cutting to them <laughs> carrying the kid. <laughs> that came out great. And then <laughs> the spit roasting. And then just more showering Asian. <laughs> That's him, Banya, but I'm so embarrassed I can't think of his yes, name. From Seinfeld. The escorts win. They are the new little <laughs> I like how Randall runs into later on. Hicks. <laughs> <laughs> Papa. <laughs> Getting Charles Barkley to say that was the greatest thing ever. With a wink. <laughs> And was the joke cl very clear that Dante's cut out of that picture again? Ooh, as clear so. as we yeah. can make it. It's so funny. But that little picture is the sum up of the entire series in a sense because it's like Dante trying hard, sort of succeeding, cut out of the picture, Randall runs in. <laughs> Jim Kruger, nothing. I think, was his name. I saw the credit there. The guy who played the uh, the baseball guy. Jim well, that was the penultimate episode. Next, next is the the ultimate the episode, episode, not by virtue of its quality, but because it's last. 